Welcome to the Single in the Suburbs podcast. Grab a drink and join us as we talk about the good, the bad, and the WTF of modern singlehood. I'm Caitlin. I'm Elizabeth. And I'm Sarah. Cheers, Cheers, ladies. Welcome back to Single in the Suburbs. This week we are going to talk about the story of my life, (laughs) the trouble with commitment. And by the way, I'm not the one that has the trouble with commitment. So let's begin. Yeah, well, relationships in 2023 are a whole other thing. So there's a lot to get to uh, get used to <laughs> when yeah. you start dating um, in this era. So I, often one of the questions on the dating, dating apps that you have to answer is, what are you looking for? You know, and then they'll give you like a list of things like yeah. just a good time <laughs> or um, friends yeah. Something casual. Right. You have the whole category, yeah. you know, yeah. from friendships, you know, because there are genuinely like people just looking to be friends with somebody. Yeah. You know, and it How can sad. be the same sex. <laughs> no, but it can be. Yeah. I actually met a girlfriend that way. I know. You I, know? Met, I have a couple of really great guy friends that, you know, we met that way, but I, I didn't go there looking for them. It's just like an added <laughs> just benefit, turned, you know. Turned out that yeah. Way. Um, yeah. And then, of course, beyond friends, there's uh, friends with benefits, you know, yeah. that is a, a status now, I guess. Does anybody actually admit to that, though? Well, I think, you know, sometimes that falls under the category of casual dating. That's um, true. Yeah. Yeah. Or, yeah. 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 I don't even know if it's I feel like people, especially with COVID, when you couldn't go out, it became less um, like friends doing things and more just benefits. Yeah. It's, it's like, it's just the hookup, you know, like, uh, you couldn't go out. And so then suddenly now it's become morphed into something that's like, I don't even need to buy you dinner or need to go just make sure you bring your mask. Yeah. <laughs> well, and I'm not sure that, um, casual was something I knew too much about, you know, call me naive or whatever, but the, I think that's a real thing of this decade per se. Um, there's all these levels of casual dating. It's like a, a, a new thing. Um, but in reality, everything is casual until it's not like when you're first getting to know each other, it really is going to be casual. We're getting to know each other there, you know, you haven't had a conversation of like any kind of commitment conversation and having one of those too soon is a little weird. Yeah. Right. In my opinion. So, yeah. Well, um, and I just want to meet you. You know, I want to get to know who you are. Am I attracted to you physically? Am I attracted to your mind? Am I attracted to you in any way? (laughs) (laughs) Is your gray matter sexy? (laughs) (laughs) I I think, though, that – I I don't know. I just think that if you're leading with anything – putting on too much pressure for it to be a relationship right off the bat or putting too much into the casual category right off to, off the bat. I, you know, just give it some time, get to know each yeah. other is, is, is my thought, but, but well, I guess that's so, you know, 1995 or something. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, to me, it's a turnoff if somebody is saying like they're looking, honestly, anybody who's saying they're looking for a long-term relationship, which even though ultimately, yes, that, that is what I'm goal. looking for yeah. too. Um, but I feel like it puts so much pressure on, you know, that like you have to automatically be, the be in the place. And I feel like I am open to a relationship and maybe this is the problem with anybody committing because I'm part of the problem. <laughs> but it's like, I'm open to the relationship with the right person, but I left a marriage that wasn't like hell, you know, but it was not right. Uh, so I don't want anything that's going to be less than that, you know, so it's not just like I'm looking for a warm body. It's I'm looking for my partner, my person, you know, I'm looking for somebody that I can, you know, invest in and that invests equally in me. Um, and so 
yeah, I'm down for that when that comes up, but I'm not trying to force it to happen. To happen. Um, that, that makes That's it hard. an awkward thing. And I think too, like if you're getting to know someone, well, we've all been there where when you first kind of start dating them, you're like, I, you know, this guy's, I really like him. You know, this is, this is yeah. good. Like, and if you right then made a judgment call, um, it's probably going to be inaccurate, sorry, because as time goes on and people start to reveal who they truly are and whatnot, you're, then you're like, I, <laughs> you can't even imagine a long-term relationship with right. that person. Well, and it's only natural, I mean, as we've discussed before, to put your best face forward, you know, yeah. to, to put your best, the best version of yourself out there. But at the same time, like I've gotten to the point where I just want to be authentic, you know, and I want them to be authentic because the reality is even if we do this little dance for two months, eventually I'm going to see who you are. Right. Yeah. So don't waste my time. I don't want to waste your time because I do value people's time. It's very limited, I think, for all of us. So I would much rather somebody just kind of be themselves, which right. I know is easier said than done. I think we all have pressure, especially when you meet up with someone to make a good impression. You want them to like you. Right. Even if you're not crazy about them, you want to be liked, yeah. <laughs> you know? So, I mean, I think it's only natural. But, I mean, being authentic, like we've discussed in the past, you know, is hugely important to me personally. Well, and I think, um, to be honest, that that's rare. Like, it being hugely important to you is admirable, but I think there's so few men out there that <laughs> Which is why you're single. <laughs> <laughs> I think that there's so few men out there that it's hugely important to them. Right. Uh, but when you do find the one... I know. Yay! <laughs> that it's Someday. hugely important to you. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. But... I don't know, but I think this is part of the issue, you know, like on our last episode about the dating apps, because there's no real need to commit to some to anything on any level because there's somebody else. You all you have to do is gently swipe away or unmatch, and there's 50 other profiles that are gonna come. There's up. always more options. So you yeah. you know, it's this idea that, well, this might be okay, but mm -hmm. what else? Like I don't want to settle for something that's that's okay when there might be something better. And What's the fine line between deciding to build something and create something versus looking for the thing that's already innate? Well, you know? it's like in in today's society, there's just an easy an easy out. Yeah. Like one tiny little thing d doesn't meet your need or seems off, then it's like I'm oh, done. Yeah, yeah, that's it. I'm done. You know, like you're too emotional. <laughs> like like my situation. Like somebody kind of turned me down, then kind of rethought it and then was like, well, you know, maybe we should give this another shot. And I'm like, maybe you shouldn't have been so quick to judge like, you know, my one emotional moment. <laughs> but I, I think that it's just a weird thing we're up against. There's people think they have so many options. And so they're very, they write you off almost too easily. And I'm sure I've done the same to other people. Yeah, absolutely. But it's funny because one thing that I've noticed on a couple of occasions is that I have agreed to go out with somebody that I wasn't super excited about. But um, was like, you know, I'm going to give it a chance. There's probably something, you know. And then we end up having a pleasant enough time where I'm thinking, okay, you know, like I'm definitely willing to have a second date, even though I'm not like wowed or blown away. And then I'm – and I'm thinking – I mean, maybe it's cocky or whatever, but I'm thinking I'm kind of stepping like out of my – zone, you know, maybe stepping, taking a step down from what I think that I would want or what I think is a good fit for me um, to kind of 
see if this works. And then they dump me. <laughs> like they're like, no, I'm not. I didn't feel it. It wasn't. I'm not interested in a second date. And I'm just thinking I was I was giving you a chance. Yeah. Like I was giving you an opportunity and then giving you another one. And you don't even want to give me one. Basically, they were a cocky four. <laughs> <laughs> basically. Yeah. Yeah. But, I, yeah. oh, well, I mean, that's the way it goes. Or maybe maybe I'm a cocky four. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I disagree. As a friend, I, I, no. I do not Thank agree you. with that statement. But um, I feel like we should get into our cocktail. I think so, one. too. Yeah. What did you bring us this week? Well, let's see. So our themed cocktail for this week is, um, as you can see, a flight. This is for those of you who are having trouble making a commitment or choosing any one drink particularly (laughs) um, because you want to keep your options open. (laughs) So we've uh, called this the fight or flight, um, and it is basically... Mimosas. Yes. Yum. All different flavors. With a variety of colors and juices. For every type. (laughs) (laughs) And we may not all like the same one. That's true. So mix yourself a drink, pull up a chair, and join us as we discuss the trouble with commitment. (laughs) So um, I guess I can start with my trouble with commitment cocktail, shall we say. right. Yeah. Um, Which I guess I probably could come up with a few cocktails for that. Um, But... I guess I'll keep it a little vague, um, you know, to protect the not so innocent, as we've said. So um, for my situation that I think I found myself in in a couple times, and of course you guys have talked me through them (laughs) and given your two cents, um, is that, you know, dating these people that you initially meet and like I was saying earlier everything's a get to know you process Mm -hmm. and so you're you're getting to know the person you're having a good time you're really clicking it seems it seems obvious that you're not seeing other people that you're kind of just really enjoying this green grass you know and not looking for greener and so as the I, I'm trying to think how to say this. So as the time goes on, you're, you know, you feel it's starting to feel a little bit like a relationship. Right. Well, it's developing. Yeah. 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 Which I think is a natural progression if in a, in a healthy, when you find someone that you think you've clicked with. And um, so you're, you've spent some time together. They've gotten to know you. They're a part of your every day. Right. Yeah. They're in months have passed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, and then Christmas rolls around. <laughs> yeah. You not know. just, not just weeks. Months. Okay. Yeah. So then um, you're kind of feeling like we're a thing. Yeah. To, to sum it up, I saw like the best meme. I have to oh, so find good. it yeah. and we have to yeah, like we'll post it, it on our yep. Instagram. Is it basically said something along the lines of so when um, the guy that you've been dating for eight months asks if you have a boyfriend? <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, that sums up a couple of a couple of situations in my life. And unfortunately, some of them were longer than eight months. But it's kind of like, oh, wait, am I not your girlfriend? Your girlfriend, you know, because, um, you know, it's, all signs all signs are pointing that way yeah. to that, the 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 way that you've treated me. Um or maybe it's just, you know, like I keep saying, I keep wondering, am I am I naive? But I just think. Or delusional. But I don't think. I mean, I think we bounce. <laughs> I'm not delusional. No, but that's the thing is I think we are very honest with each other. Yeah. yeah. And so it's like, am I being naive? Am I being stupid? Am I being delusional? And Sarah will let you know. Oh, oh I will. I'm very <laughs> honest, brutally so. And I, I love it when people are honest back because, I mean, that's how we grow as people. And I would tell you. But. 
I mean, in your case, literally it's been months and months, you know, he's giving you the gifts. He's spending the daily time either talking to you on the phone. You guys are having your dates. So, I mean, I think in anybody's understanding of the situation, I mean, and he clearly communicated that he wasn't seeing other people. Yeah. So you're exclusive. Which in today's day and age, exclusivity is like kind of a big deal, to be real. But um, and then in a previous situation I had, you know, along the same lines is this is somebody I'd been seeing for a while who when I finally felt like, okay, we need to have a conversation Mm -hmm. about where this is going. Because let's face it, at some point you do kind of have to have a conversation. Um, He was like, well, you know we're having a great time together. Let's just see where this goes. But at some point you have to stop saying, let's just see where this goes. Or I, you know, and, and then I'm, you know, I feel like I'm having, I've had another repeat of that, you know, where it's like, let's just see where this goes. But it's like, at my age, how much time do I want to waste seeing where things go? Of course, everything's a, let's just see where this goes, but not when you've already been hanging out together for almost a year. Right. Or in that case, in in that situation I was in, it had been like a year and a half and he's giving me a, let's just see where this goes, (laughs) you know? And it's kind of like, um, I see where it went. (laughs) I see where you're going. (laughs) It's it's been real, you know? Uh, anyways, but I know I'm not the only one with a commitment cocktail. In fact, I'm sure many of our listeners have uh, commitment cocktails of their own, which would sure. be interesting to uh, maybe put in the comments yeah. on our Instagram or Facebook. But how about you, Caitlin? Yeah, well, I <laughs> mine is uh, I, a term I've dubbed getting pre-dumped, which I think is <laughs> like a whole new level. They it, can't it's even great commit for yourself. to the date. Yeah, no, oh, they. I mean, but also I haven't even <laughs> like. <laughs> I haven't even been participated. You're just coming in to dump me on my day off. I don't know. Yeah, do tell. Wait, yeah. I need the story. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think I think we need to try another drink too. Okay, let's, bring let's another try, one over. Let's try the orange. Orange, yeah. That that um, whatever the pink one was delicious. Um, yeah. So I had met a guy at a party. So in the uh, out in the wild. Yeah. You know, we and, call that organically. Yes, right? organic. Um, and I, you know. I think we kissed or whatever, had a crazy moment for a minute. And then um, we exchanged numbers and, you know, <laughs> did things a little bit backwards. But then we we started to talk about you. I remember this one. Yes, yes. <laughs> Wasn't gum involved? Oh, I, I think it was, was, a, it was a cock drop. Oh it was a cock drop. Oh, it was a cock drop. <laughs> That's oh, great. Yeah, yeah, good memory. Good. Yeah, I know. We need <laughs> it's a collective memory because we yes. forget. We block it. Um, <laughs> oh, oh. And it, what <laughs> you're afraid to say? She said block it, and all I could think of is um, yeah. Glam Jam. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Um. Yeah. So anyway, we had texted a little bit, and then we were talking about getting together and um, having an actual date. And um, was that your idea? The date? It was his idea, and then Men. he came down with COVID, I and remember. so it was like, and then I, and he came down with COVID, and then I went out of town for a few weeks or whatever. So it it was like. I don't know, a month, month and a half later. And I get a text from him out of the blue and he's like, Hey, how's it going? And I'm, you know, like good thinking, Oh yeah. Like, I guess we're going to, you know, actually start this up again. Cause I don't, you know, if people say they're going to do, you know, I'm going to call you. Sure. Yeah. I'm not going <laughs> to, I'm not waiting by the phone, but <laughs> you know, great. Um, and so he, you know, he's making some small talk and all these things. And, and I'm thinking, this is great. You know, maybe he's going to ask me out. And then he texts me 
like he initiated the text conversation. I hadn't heard from him in weeks. And so we text a few back and forths. And then he says, I just wanted to let you know, like, I'm not into having any dating, you know, right now. I'm, I think I'm just going to you know, grow on my own or whatever. And I'm thinking- Which is always the biggest line of crap. Yeah. I'm sorry. Well, the truth is, is that he was getting back together with his ex. Yeah. But, um, I've had that as well. Yeah. But it was just like, okay, what was the point of any of this interaction? You just yeah. like reached out to me just to dump me. <laughs> like, <laughs> when I haven't heard from you in a yeah, month. And I would have been fine just living my life, but now I feel kind of bad. Yeah. It's, it's <laughs> like they opened a, they opened an unnecessary yeah. can. Hey, <laughs> hey, you want to go out? I don't. <laughs> Seriously. But I, and I think there's something admirable of, which I, you know, any of these stories, I think there's something admirable to them kind of telling you where they stand. Like, Absolutely. We, so I don't want to downplay that. I In these situations where someone has, has told me where they stand, I then have to make a choice of would I like to stand there with right. you? Right. <laughs> um, and am I willing to take the risk of like in the situation with the gentleman a year and a half, like, uh, let's see where this goes. Uh, am I willing to take the risk of it never going anywhere? Right. Um, just for the enjoyment, just kind for of, the enjoyment. Yeah. yeah. But, and, and that kind of thing, it's like in a normal situation, it would have been nice if someone was kind of like upfront with you. Well, I'm not looking for anything serious. Not like, Hey, how you've been? I don't ever want to go on a date with you. <laughs> <laughs> just in case you've been thinking about yeah, me I just wanted to weeks. let you down. Cause I'm sure you've been assessing over me the last month. <laughs> I'm no longer yeah. an option. Ladies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking myself off the table. Yeah. Well, I, yeah. I mean, I think that's, it's interesting because, um, this is another thing we were going to kind of get into about this this new concept. Well, I mean, it's new to me, new to the this decade is this ethical non-monogamy. Uh, I'm all for it, actually, um, whatever that, it, you know, whatever it stands for. But a friend of mine had told me about it. And he's like, look, I'm not looking to settle down. I am dating other people. And so I'm being upfront with other people because then they can make their decision based on where what is good for them. Yeah. And I, I feel the same way. Like, I would rather know that you are what the situation is so I can make my decision. Yeah. I don't want to be fooled. I don't want to look like an idiot. I think that that just causes unnecessary trauma and hurt. And, you know, we've had enough for a lifetime. But um, but it, this ethical non-monogamy is essentially just being really upfront with where you are, what your boundaries are, and not committing or selling somebody on something that you're not actually going to follow through with. So. Um, yeah. I mean, because I, I do. I I have no problem with somebody saying they're not into me. I get it. Like, well, I'm not I'm not necessarily into everybody that I see, too. It, it The fact that it when you meet somebody, it requires a certain amount of timing, magic, you know, compatibility. Like there's magic. so much that goes into it, you know, right. to really create a relationship. So it's a rarity, not, you know, in every run of the mill thing. Well, and I think, too, that you know, it's different of them just not saying they're not into you. Um, you know, it's them kind of telling you that they're not looking for anything. But clearly they're looking for something because they they're, asked you out. They're and, looking and, for sex. And took you out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm so... Oh. <laughs> What's that? I, I wasn't expecting that. But I think, you know, we could all have a story to tell, like getting to know some somebody and them throwing you a curveball. What about you, Sarah? You got you got one? You got yeah, one I'm sure us? she's got one too. Yeah. To. Um I mean, 
for me, okay, so I tend to do less dating. And then if I like actually like somebody, then it tends to last a little bit longer. Um, and Excuse this, me? She's not a hoe. <laughs> <laughs> that's not what I meant. It tends to last a that's, little bit longer. That's not what I meant. Um, okay, so sorry, ladies. That's not at all what I meant. But I don't do a lot of like hookup type yeah. situations. So that No be- judgment, by the way. <laughs> okay. You're making me blush. <laughs> anyway, okay, so there was this guy that I was dating, and I really liked him. You know, he was funny, easy to talk to. Um, So we had talked – we had, like, this mutual interest in music and some of the same bands and stuff. So we – I think it was, like, summer, you know, so maybe, like, a June timeline. And there was a band that we mutually liked that was going to be playing in, what, October or something? October, September, somewhere there. That's like some not serious that, commitment. That's some serious. It was a serious <laughs> commitment. But we talked about it and we're like, that would be really fun to get tickets. So we got tickets and continue dating. And, you know, he was, I mean, I don't want to make him sound like a bad guy because no. he wasn't. You know, no. I mean, when I was busy studying and doing classes, you know, he bought me a Starbucks card to make sure that I had my coffee fix yeah. and stuff. So there was a lot of nice things done. But um, we're out one day and he's talking about how he has backup tickets to the same concert. (laughs) (laughs) And he just says it so matter-of-factly. You know, it's just, yeah, so I have these tickets, you know, just just in case, you know, we're not together when it comes. And here I think everything's going great, you know. We're months in. And so then it just starts, you know, that conversation inside your own head of like, oh, so that's where he's at. Clearly, he's, he's already committed to the band. He's committed. To- <laughs> he is not committed to you. Exactly. But I think I, I remember when you told me about that and I was so caught off guard because, you know, not that women are any, I guess, I mean, women are different than men in a way, but I was thinking like, if you do feel like something's going well and like you're kind of, why kind would of, you even do that? Kind of similar to my story right. is it's like, you kind of think you've got something going with this person. You're enjoying each other's company. It doesn't really look like there's an end in sight right? anytime soon. And then all of a sudden he casually brings up, oh yeah, I bought tickets too, in case I don't know you anymore. Like, in case <laughs> so you So that die. we can mutually yeah. go in to case, the same concert. Yeah, things have gone so people. bad that we can't actually hang out for two hours and As, see a concert together. Because clearly you're friends. Yeah. You know, when you're when you're enjoying that kind of time together, you're friends. I would have, yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. But I mean, I think the part that blew my mind a little bit more than him buying the backup tickets, you know, it's like just... It was so casual the way he said it. So, like, my mind was spinning. But it was the fact that he actually even told me. Like, yeah. that's one thing. Buy the backup so, tickets. Keep it to yourself. Keep it yeah. to yourself. <laughs> I don't, I don't want to know. And oh, when, gosh. when it doesn't work out, we'll bump into each other awkwardly at the concert. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. So, anyway, it was pretty interesting. I was like, okay, well. I know where I stand. Yeah. <laughs> and that's not always the way that we want to find out. It was really stand. only a couple months off, too. <laughs> Man. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, and at that point, you don't really foresee things going downhill so quickly that you wouldn't be able to go to the concert together in two months. But I also, you know, made a faux pas of buying concert tickets. You know, maybe concerts are a, a curse. Don't buy concert tickets. What happened with your situation? investment. Wait, ladies, yeah. we have to try our, oh, third, yeah, our third. third. Is this pineapple? Yes. Okay, we'll try our third Third drink. time's a charm. Here we go. Okay, so what was your concert situation? Well, it, I, you know, um, this person I was seeing at the time, um, you know, we both, same thing, liked a certain artist, and they were going to be in concert in a matter of weeks. 
Like, <laughs> so yeah. you're like, the, the timeline was even shorter. Yeah. Yeah. It was, and I specifically asked, like, do you want, should we go to this concert together? It would be fun, you right. know? Um, and they said, yeah, buy the tickets. So, and I'll reimburse you. Yes. Yeah. And so I bought the tickets, expensive tickets, because, you know, I knew we would want good seats and supposedly he was paying for it. Or <laughs> even if he wasn't, like, I don't want to pay for yours. Like, Right. I could pay for my own. Yeah, but, I could pay for my yeah. own. You could pay for your own. You know, we're casually seeing each other or whatever. But this was just a few weeks away. And um, then, yeah, he, he pulled a, oh, yeah, I have my kids that weekend. And it's like, I gave you the date. Yeah. And um, and I don't have an extra $500 laying around for, for these concert yeah. tickets. And then it's really awkward to try to be like, well, you owe me 250 because you're yeah. not going. Anyways, I just think, yeah, it's amazing what people can't commit to. Or, or don't say you can if you can't, you know. Yeah. But – or, you know, the excuse of having your kids that weekend. I mean, I think we value our time with our kids. Yeah. Like, we I really mean, prioritize spending time with our kids and actually making it time that counts. Right. Yeah. Um, but even we will get a babysitter from time to time. Yeah. Or, you know, if we have advance notice, like, we can fit things into our schedule. So we are able to prioritize. Well, as, as soon as you're telling the person, like, this is the date of the concert, right. they could check their calendar right then and there right. and be like, oh, that's not Elizabeth, be that's your week. problem. Your expectations are too high. <laughs> no, really high. But, yeah. And as somebody um, that has full, you know, my situation, I have my daughter – all, All the time. time. I right. raise her by myself. So anytime I'm going out with you is a sacrifice in that way. Right, um, right. And of course, I've come to realize that at this point, especially with her getting older, is that I do um, my adult life matters as well. But yeah, yeah so, uh, you know, don't. But uh, it is a constant balance. You yeah. know, we are balancing adult life. Yes. With the kids and we're still able to manage it. And that's with us working full time jobs we all have been continuing our education. So we're doing yes. that on the sidelines and still we can manage to, if we commit to something we've committed. Well, and I think this can, you know, we can segue into the topic of uh, situationships mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. this is like a thing that I don't know if this, once again, I sound like I'm a hundred years old. I don't know if this was a thing back in it, my, I, I don't think it, it was. I think it's a new thing. I think it's, yeah, these are um, new things that we're discovering, but I, I think, I think it's weird for the people who are just entering the dating game too. Like, yeah. what are we? Are we talking, but we've kissed? Are we hanging out? Are we together? You know, even what you, uh, what was it that you said? Something about um, you would think that if you've been spending time with somebody for a certain amount of time, if you're exclusive, that that should just automatically propel you into a certain category of relationship. But it doesn't no you not, know? not at all like and and you know let's face it we don't want to have the the talk over and over again with people like you didn't have to have a talk to get those concert tickets you're dating you're having fun you think it's a fun idea and um nobody was saying you were going to get married right you know it's so um anyways this situationship thing which seems to be a place I find myself often, as I was saying earlier, is that um, I think that they do it, uh, women and men, and I'm sure I've been guilty of it as well, is that they're keeping their options open. Like, you're fun for now, but I'm I'm looking for greener grass or, mm -hmm. you know, um, you know, I've had people say, I'll, you know, I'll let you know if I meet somebody or 
whatever. And it's like, but wait, why are you shopping? Yeah, you're still you know? looking? <laughs> like, you have a prize in your cart. And anyways. <laughs> You've well, already won. I don't understand. <laughs> but at the same time, I have to say that once people have kind of told me something is casual, then I do keep my options open as well. So I'm, I think we're all guilty of that. But hence our our, our flight of yes. drinks today is that, um, you know, you, you're you might like the pineapple better, even though you enjoyed the... Yeah. Or for those that are just uncommitted, you know, I mean, some of us have a hard time deciding, (laughs) you know, just stopping with a choice, you know, of pineapple or... Yeah, but but situationships are, you know, an an awkward place to find yourself and... I, maybe I'm the only one that finds myself in them. I don't know. But I think it can I, be mixed. No, I, and I don't think – I think it's very common now. I think when people are giving you certain signals, as I think we have all experienced, you know, that, hey, they like me. They're doing these nice things for me. That only somebody that truly likes right. you would do. Because right. we've all – this. this <laughs> some of us have dated enough to realize <laughs> that not everybody is going to do these certain things things. Right. So they, so they're they obviously say relationship. Putting, right. Certain things say relationship. Other things say dating. Does that make sense? Or hookups yeah. or whatever. Yes. Like you get different vibes in different situations, but when they're actually like investing in you as a person, it seems like they're investing in the relationship. And so, you know, I mean, even situations like your eight month, like, hey, are you dating anybody when you've been dating? <laughs> I've been dating you for eight months. You know, I mean, in your case, it was funny because they bought you like a little throw blanket for their house when you guys watch movies because everybody in their family has like a little throw blanket. You know, so I mean, to me, that speaks of like, hey, you're part of, of my, my life. life. Of my life. Yeah. Yes. But and and it's not the only time that's happened to me. I started to feel like I was a little bit cursed, but I, I wanted to bring up a quick story that has to do with the friendship things that we're talking about earlier, kind of like your pre-dumped, is I had a situation um, that when I was joking with some guys from work about it, I had said that it was called, it was friend zoned by a friend. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I had a person that had, um, actually our, our, our kids were friends and um, we're both divorced or whatever. And, um, he had invited us to do some things with him and his daughter. And, um, you know, we'd had some really great conversations. I had never thought it was anything, you know, um, I, I did feel like we had a good connection, some great conversations and whatnot. And so one time when we're hanging out, which by the way, was all instigated by him. Right. right. I remember that. Yeah. Was all instigated by him. Um, he says, Hey, I've got to talk to you for a minute. And I'm like, uh, you know, yeah, this could go anyway. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, Hey, I've got to talk to you for a minute. You know, I, you know, I just want to tell you that, you know, this has been a little hard for me because, you know, blah, blah, blah. But I have a girlfriend and I was like, okay. Cool. <laughs> Which is funny though, because how many deep conversations had you guys had? And again, this was like friendships. You guys were hanging out while the kids were hanging out, what not. But never once had he brought up the fact that he had a girlfriend. No, and I didn't think it was anything more than getting to know each other and, how you know, with the kids and right. having – that were friends. And but it was the big confession. I have a girlfriend. Yeah. And it was just kind of like um, – so he kind of was like putting me in my place and it was like – I was already in that place, but you just kind of pushed me back. Just stay. Was, stay yeah, there. Yeah, that's why I'm 
<laughs> well, I feel like it reveals more about his feelings than it does about yours because he's having to place a boundary on something that he knows he cannot do. But, you know, like yeah, that's I, not about you. That's about he's thinking I might get myself in trouble here, so I better set the boundary now. Yeah. Well, you are a babe. I told you. <laughs> and I, you are not a cocky four. <laughs> I over, you know, I'm an overthinker for sure. So I started thinking, was I making starry eyes at this guy? I have no idea. Like, um, but I, like I said, I never instigated any of it. I wasn't like, what's your no, number? No, and Let's I remember that. No, together. he was the one initiating all the get-togethers and the hanging out. I mean, because yeah. honestly, he could have just dropped off his child with your child or yeah, you could have, you know. There didn't, yeah, there didn't need to be like a let's all go together. Yeah, but that's what it was. It was let's yeah. go together. So to me, that's all him. But it was kind of funny nonetheless. Yeah, so. I don't know. <laughs> it's well. tricky. I mean, I get it on both sides. I feel like I've struggled a lot to – Oh, well, not a lot because it's not that I've had these tons of in, um, opportunities. It's not like <laughs> so men much. are just throwing themselves at Yeah, all at these me. men that we just have to push yeah. away. Yes. Um, <laughs> I've hired a I've had to pause my <laughs> dating profile because I get so many likes. Um, no, I <laughs> – <laughs> sorry, somebody actually told me that before. <laughs> um, you know, but it, because I – you know, I think that post-divorce – I, mean, I I think it comes with a different thing. So, you know, to be serious for a second is just that um, I never thought I was going to get divorced. And yes, I was the one who instigated it, but that does not mean that it didn't come at any, as any more of a shock to me that we were at a point where we were at yeah. than, um, than, you know, my partner. But, you know, it, it, it's hard to think, can I ever really commit to somebody again like that? And it's yeah. not to me, for me, it's not that I don't want that. I just don't know that I can promise my life. Like, I think I can commit and be, you know, true and all those things to somebody and, and fully support them. But things change, you yeah. know. And, but I think and you're being change. very people real. People change, yeah. you know. And that and that's the thing. And I want somebody to be able – I want to love somebody for who they are. And that might take them in a different direction than I want to go. You know, and so, and I also want to be loved for that too. You know, I don't want to be loved as part of a unit. I want to be loved as I am a whole being, and then you are a whole being, and we are making something together. So, part of me gets it, but at the yeah. same time, when you're dating, like you have to sort of give a little bit of commitment to yeah. see things through. Otherwise, you get nowhere. It's this like false start over and over and over again. Yeah, and in in my situations, to be fair, I wasn't sorry. I wasn't necessarily needing this to lead to marriage myself. Right, right. I was just thinking you commit to a situation. Yeah. Seeing yeah, <laughs> yeah. seeing where this goes. Committing yeah. to what it is in that moment. Yes. Right. right. Yeah. I'm because, you know, I think we're all having been single for a certain amount of time. You're not sure that forever is what you're wanting mm -hmm. with that person either at that point. Right. But I don't I don't think I'm asking these people for forever. I'm asking them for Next Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> um, a concert in two weeks. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. Totally. Or in a couple months, you know. Yeah. yeah. But oh. anyways, I guess we got a little deep there for a minute because, uh, yeah, none of us – I don't think anything anybody goes into their marriage thinking that it, it's going to right. end. Like, we'll see where this goes. Yeah. No, no. Fully. You yeah. Know, like, no, you take I, let's see where this fully. marriage takes yeah, us. Yeah. Let's, see, let's see where we end up in Yeah. We'll give years. it a few years. I don't know. <laughs> 
Oh my god. But I do yeah, I think you learn and you grow and you become different people and then you reevaluate what your values are and what yeah. your priorities are and um and that's where yeah. I think honesty matters, you know, right, being yeah. genuine with where you are, whether you're dating, whether you're married, you know, it's just being authentic with where yeah. you're at in life, you know, and I mean, there's been many times where I've gone on dates and I'm not feeling it and I just, you know, it's I'm sorry. You know, you got to have that awkward. Mm-hmm. I hate awkward. I'm so bad at that. I'm, I'm the person so that says. Bad. Because I, I don't want to. Yeah. Before, I'll be like, oh, yeah, we could go out again as I'm like, I don't ever As you're deleting there. Yeah. <laughs> no, Because I don't want to hurt people's feelings. I don't. People don't mind hurting my feelings. I'm no, just, that's true. And that's what I've had to actually remind myself is like, I don't like hurting people's feelings. And if I can see that they like me and I'm just not feeling the chemistry or the vibes or whatever you want to call it, I'm realizing like, hey. I'm not that special, number one. I am not going to break their <laughs> I think, heart. I think you're pretty yeah. special. But. I know, but you know, whatever. <laughs> but that being said, it's like I I would prefer somebody to just give it to me straight. Like, hey, I'm yeah. not feeling chemistry. Same. It was really nice meeting you. Mm-hmm. Enjoyed the conversation. I wish you the best of luck. But also you can't say that after you've spent four months together dating. No. Having chemistry. That's different. <laughs> See, no, right. I give it like two or three yeah, days. Yeah, I was going right. to say that's a very early on thing. You can't be trying to pull the honesty, you know, But like I four cut things in. pretty quick too. But, you know, like if I'm not feeling it. And I would hope that they would do that to me because, again, I don't want to – be in that situation where yeah. I'm dating somebody for eight months and then yeah. it's then like they say, hey, I'm, I'm dispensable. Yeah, <laughs> no, I'm not cool. Or with I that. met somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, thanks for the eight months. I met someone. Yeah. <laughs> You're a great placeholder. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh God, I've used that word. I've told a few people I don't want to be a placeholder. Yeah. I don't think there's anything so wrong with that. But nobody That's... wants to be a placeholder, yeah. no. men or women. Yeah. So well, and I think when you are feeling like somebody is kind of keeping you at bay, you recognize it because it's like we all know that if somebody is into you, there when you're into someone, you are willing to give up a lot, to sacrifice a lot, to move mountains to impress them. So if somebody's just kind of like, mm, then you already know from the beginning, like, <laughs> yeah. okay, clearly I haven't really sparked your fancy. So, you know, what are we doing here? Yeah. But I think so much of that also comes from the fact that there are so many options. Like, you True. Know, you really have to go above and beyond and, like, just be everything and all of the attractiveness and all How of exhausting. the – How exhausting. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it is. It's, well, it's impossible. Well, and yeah. I mean, honestly, the fact that anybody finds anybody is actually truly amazing. It is. Yeah, because, I, I'm yeah. in awe of it. No, I mean, there's – I mean, people that I see that are coupled together and I'm like, okay, A, this person is so – odd. But then the person that they found is so odd. And yet in this big <laughs> world of people, they found each other. Yeah. So it is fascinating. Like yeah. the way love works, the way, you know, chemistry and sparks. The lid for every know. pot thing. There, There is. There is a lid for, every, a lid pot. for every pot. Clearly I'm like, a, I'm not but a pot. Point, I'm like the pair of socks where I'm one sorry. got lost in the drawer. Or I was thinking like my Tupperware drawer where I have like a bunch of Tupperwares, but not all the lids There's match. No lid and I don't know. Like I can clear that out every once in a while. Well, at some point the pot needs to decide on a lid. You you know, yeah. I mean, if you're going to be with the lid or the pot or whatever, you've got to commit to a certain level, <laughs> it, you know, yeah. sort of. But um, yeah. anyway, Who well, knows? if you're feeling non-committal and like, want to try this episode's drink. Yeah. It's a, titled, si- it's a simple drinks, one. Drinks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> titled The Flight. No, the fight or flight. Fight or flight. The yeah. fight I or guess flight. We should, are, are you going to fight? Well, you or? know, the truth behind the scenes is that we had like five different names for this drink, which I think is just 
apropos for the situation because <laughs> we couldn't decide on one. So fight or flight made it, but you know, there were some really excellent second I choices. Was, I was feeling like, should I make a, a green drink of some kind and call it the grass is not always greener? Yeah. Or Maybe something. it is always greener. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. So. I liked I liked your ghosted mimosas. <laughs> that was good. Yeah. There is I, I I keep trying to think of there's some kind of name too for the that I saw on some you know, relationship site somewhere that about when they ghost you and come back. And I forget what it was called. Something clever. I'll think of it and we'll post it on our yeah. Facebook. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> so please follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Single, Single in, the in the Suburbs, Suburbs Podcast. I'm like, wait, where are you following us? <laughs> <laughs> um, Single in the Suburbs Podcast. And, and we'll be back next time yep. yes, for more happy great. hours. Yay. Yay. Cheers. 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 Ooh, which oh, look. We oh, my God. We all chose Serendipitous. the orange drink. Yes, right. And that's why we're friends. <laughs>